Attention all business owners. Are you tired of managing your finances and taxes on your own? Let the experts at 1-800-TAX-MASTERS help. Our team of experienced professionals offers a range of services to help you keep your finances in order, from personal and business tax returns to monthly accounting, quarterly, and annual tax planning, and virtual controller and CFO services. With our virtual services, you can get the support you need without ever having to leave your office. Don't let taxes and finances stress you out any longer. Visit www.1800taxmasters.com today and let us handle the numbers so you can focus on growing your business. And welcome to another live episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. He's a fellow podcaster, entrepreneur, international best-selling author, speaker, artist, educator, and coach. Wow, that was a lot. Welcome to the show, Larissa Russell. Thank hey. you. <laughs> when you when you hear it like that, it is a lot, but it's just what I do every day. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's 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 great to be able to have so many different titles. Like I've learned, I've added titles throughout throughout the uh, these three years of me podcasting. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I I understand. I really do. So how are you, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today, actually. I'm doing really well. That's and a, a, a great week, yeah. That's so, that's excited that's good. to be here. Uh, I'm I'm excited to have you. I'm really excited to have you. So you you're a fellow podcaster. Mm-hmm. The name of your podcast is Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Tell us a little something about it. Uh, we well, I interview creatives and healers and people who have used creativity uh, for their healing. So lots of great stories of how creativity helps us heal. Is essentially what it's about. And so, yeah, just amazing stories. We've been doing that for four years now. Yeah. Wow, four yeah. years. That's that's long. That I, mm-hmm. it's 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 been great for me. Like doing my podcast, I've I've grown so much in the three years since I've been doing my podcast. It's been a great experience. I love the fact that I get to sit down and just have some great conversations with people. That's my favorite part, actually. I love uh, it's all the back end stuff. I get my assistant to do a lot of that because <laughs> it's not my favorite part. Um, but I do love chatting with people and talking to people from all over the world and hearing their stories. And just, yeah, it's amazing to build those connections and have made some lifelong friends and you know, uh, business partners. So many things have come from that podcast. Yeah. Oh, I, I understand. I definitely feel feel that because I've grown so many relationships i've built and grown so many relationships in these three years is it's been amazing and it's just 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 the relationships i've built in within the last year has helped my podcast and and has helped me grow leaps and bounds so i i love the fact that i get to to network and and like last month i i went to podfest for the second time had a great time it was a great experience and just the fact that I got to sit down and actually got to sit down with a couple of people that were guests on my show and actually meet them in person was just an amazing, it was awesome to be able to just sit down and really get to meet this person live. And it's it's just those moments that and those relationships that you build that are just amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And there's some people that I absolutely can't wait to meet in person and, you know, uh, for that very reason, because uh, it's just been an amazing experience to get to know them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you, 
you're very um into people learning people healing themselves through the through creativity can mm-hmm. you explain that what is it what is it that that means to you well uh healing work is anything that we do to um expand and grow um work through traumas change what isn't working for us and healing through creativity can can look many different ways because creativity is different for everyone and we often think we aren't creative but we are we're all creative if you're a human being you're creative in some way so we'll just start there um so creativity can look different for everyone um we do a lot of writing we do a lot of painting we do a lot of um really whatever works for someone else so uh, collage work um it's endless the possibilities and and you know it could be gardening projects it could be uh, baking projects we don't always do everything together but it's about getting in touch with our creativity because it allows us to free up some of that headspace that we get caught in right because when we can when we can dip into that flow of creativity we can get out of our head and it allows us to start to move through things because when we're overthinking things we just we get stuck, right? We just get in that loop and we can't do anything. And so creativity allows us to do that, but it also allows us to express. And that's why we use a lot of uh, writing. So a lot of journaling prompts, um, writing stories and uh, painting just to express whatever emotions, because we're often taught, I won't say often, in our society, emotions are not really acceptable. And, you know, there's certain ones, you know, men are allowed to be angry, women are allowed to be hysterical. Those are the ones that we expect, but we don't want, um, we get uncomfortable when people are emotional, even if they're too happy or if if they're sad. When my partner died, I lost so many friends because they just didn't know what to say, right? We're uncomfortable with emotions. And so if we can learn to express our emotions, and creativity allows us to do that, then we can move through them and not stuff them down because stuffing them down is where we get stuck, right? So if we can allow ourselves to move through the emotions, then we can actually move forward. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. I kind of, no, I, I lost my wife <coughs> when I was 31 in a car accident and I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a creative outlet because honestly, I didn't think I was creative at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't think I was. I played sports growing up, and and I didn't really think of myself as a creative person. And then when I started podcasting, I was like, "Oh man!" All these creative juices started flowing. I started designing logos, started doing thumbnails, started all these things that I didn't know I had inside of me because. I've always doubted my skills as far as being creative as drawing or writing or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And and being able to do my podcast has allowed me to really tap into that side of myself that I didn't know I had. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I'm sorry for your loss as well. I know what that feels like to uh, lose someone. And that creative outlet, like I painted my way through that, right? Like I expressed through painting because that's my medium. But for everyone, you know, they might have something different. It could be writing. It could be baking. Um, it could be like, I love creating spreadsheets and, and color coding them and doing all of that. could be starting a business. Wherever you can think outside of the box and you can start to 
um, move things, move the energy, if you will, that's creative. And so creative doesn't have to be just writing a best-selling book or, you know, a, your painting sells uh, at a gallery or, you know, you're, you're playing in an orchestra or a famous rock band. Creativity is in everything we do. And anytime that we, we can remove that box that we're constantly trying to be shoved into, um, we're being creative. So, yeah. Oh, it, 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 believe me, I, I, it's... It's been an amazing. These three years have been amazing. Like the the promo I played, I played after the intro. I did that. I did the voiceover work for it. I did the the video for it. And but it was something. Like, if you would have told me three years ago that I would have been able to do something like that, mm -hmm. I would have laughed because it wasn't something I was into. It wasn't something that I was. I wasn't into. I wasn't into audio, video, any of the things that I'm into now that I actually find that I really do enjoy and love doing. Mm -hmm. it's being able to sue it allows me to express myself it allows me to really podcasting has given me an outlet to actually be it's therapy for me yeah because after yeah. I, I went through whatever i went through i, I went to therapy i spoke to therapists sought the help that i needed but eventually sometimes this you need another outlet you need something else to help you as well it's great to have someone to talk to but sometimes you need that outlet where you can just be yourself be and not have to worry about anyone else what they're thinking or just just being able to just come on and, and express yourself and do you yeah absolutely absolutely and i have to say for the amount of podcasts that i've been on and there's been a lot um you have the slickest setup so you know be proud of yourself for what you've done there because <laughs> i'm like wow that's pretty impressive but it's 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 because i've put all right so when i first started i didn't have any of this mm -hmm. i didn't have any of the setups that i had but once i knew that podcasting was something i wanted to do I invested in myself. I invested in quality equipment. I invested in a camera. I invested in StreamYard because these are things, these are tools that you can use that make makes it much easier for me to produce my show. Mm -hmm. And 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 so when I really truly felt like this was something I really wanted to do, I felt okay, let me invest in myself because the people that are listening to me are investing in me they're investing their time in me by listening to the podcast so i want to give them the best quality that i can give them i want to try and improve on any aspect that i know that i'm lacking in because time is precious and by them listening to my podcast viewing in my pop viewing my podcast sharing any of my content they're giving they're sharing something very important with, to me yeah yeah. And, and I think anytime that people um, share like that, right, share their authentic self like you're doing, or the people you're having conversations with, that is when people are willing to invest, right? Because they yeah. want to be a part of that. They want to know more. And, and that's what I love about podcasts is that gives you and I the option to do this, right? We don't need an agent. We don't need to be the best. We can just share our stories. We can mm -hmm. share what we're passionate about and people can resonate with that or not. And I just love that. I don't, I don't have the, the backing of a Spotify or Apple or anything. I'm an independent podcaster. Mm 
but I've I've I'm I'm my my podcast is one of the top rated podcasts in in its niche, and it's because of the work that I put into it. It's the consistency. It didn't start off that way. It, it, it was it was it was a lot of work building it up to get people to come on to the show to even to. I remember when when I first started, people turn me down like, "Oh no, you don't have the right numbers for me," or this or that, and so I just kept at it, kept doing it, kept being consistent, kept improving, kept wanting to learn more. I I, I started joining groups, started all different things to find guests. I joined Podmatch, which I, I recommend to anyone who who's into podcasting and because one of the things that is hard for podcasters, especially if it's, it's an interview based podcast mm -hmm. guest is something that's very hard for you to get, especially in, in the niche that you want, want to find them in. And so I started looking at these, you taking these tools, using them, applying them to what I was doing. And, and it's, and it's, it's helped me out so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think any time that we embrace what we're passionate about or, you know, can really invest our, ourselves and our energy into that creative outlet, that's exactly what happens, right? And and we it grows. Anytime you're creative, it just brings more creativity, more and more and more. So it it helps heal always. And so it just helps you grow and move and and decide what's best for you in the world. And, and and look at the skills you've learned as well, just while you're doing that, right? Amazing yeah. things. It's, it's like, I was able to monetize, I tell people I was able to monetize myself before I was able to monetize my podcast. Mm -hmm. And I say that because of the skills that I learned from doing my podcast, I was able to offer those services to other people. I know it's a pain in the butt to edit a podcast, I know it's a, a pain to edit your video. I know it's a pain to, to do to become be creative and, and do thumbnails all the time and or design graphics or whatever. So I was like, okay, people don't want to do this. I want to do it. I enjoy doing it. Why not get paid to do it? And so I've been paid to edit some people's podcasts. I've been paid to produce people's podcasts. And it's, like I said, I've been able to monetize myself. And and that's and and that's and if I can show other people how to do that, because people think that, oh, I gotta get in and I'm gonna get ten thousand downloads off the back and get these all these great sponsors. It's like, no, <laughs> it's it's a nice dream, but yeah, that's not how it works. Get out there and share your passion. It's about sharing your passion. Yeah, yeah. whatever you're passionate about, just get out there and share that, and you resonate with people and you connect with people in different ways. Like I said, I've had guests that I now co-own a business with that I'm putting programs together with. I've co-authored books with so many different things from, you know, guests that I've had. So yeah, it's, it just opens up the doors. So how many books have you uh, written? Um, the international bestseller, uh, it was a co-authored book. I have two other uh, short books and then I have two journals as well and I'm working on two other books right now okay awesome. so, yeah yeah so four five out five out there and um two more on in the works one a fiction and one a non-fiction my fiction I have to say it's interesting because I've been 
I, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this, but <laughs> so I've been had this idea in my head for like 10 years of this fiction book and I'm a really good technical writer. Yeah. I write really good content, technical content. And so fiction is not really my thing. I can share my story, but fiction, not so much, but I've had this idea for so long. And um, when chat GPT got really popular like a month or six weeks ago. Yes. I'm, like, I'm just going to see what happens. So I put my idea in. I'm like, okay, write me a scene with these characters and this is happening. And it writes a scene. And I'm like, oh, and then I take that. And I'm and so I'm like, well, maybe I can actually write fiction with help. <laughs> oh, this, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. Um, actually, the description for this episode was written with chat GPT. <laughs> I, I just taught a course um, on our business side because we have Creative View Business to help um, business owners uh, who are in the creative fields, you know, heart-centered businesses to, to thrive and grow their businesses. And so I just taught a class on ChatGPT and I wrote the whole thing. I wrote the outline, the like the bullet point script, all from ChatGPT. I oh. will preface, you have to know what you're talking about with ChatGPT. Oh no! You have to put you have you have to put in the, yeah. the right description. You have to yeah. put in the keywords, for, in order for to, to spit out what you want it to spit out. That's, yeah, you're not just gonna be like, all right, write me a description for. If you don't put no details to it, it's gonna be very vague. So yes, I've been I've I've learned that yeah you if yes, if ChatGPT writes it out for you, but you really do have to be specific on what you want. Yeah, to and tell you have it. to know your topic too, because it yes. makes stuff up all the time. <laughs> You, you're like, what? That is not true. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> but I, I haven't had that problem because I've been very detailed with in with what I put into it and what I wanted to kind of and and it's done. For, I've okay, so I've I've I plan on releasing a course eventually, mm -hmm. and I've already started the process with ChatGPT and. And it's outlined, it's given me the whole course completely with segments and everything. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God, this is just yeah, a game changer. And when a friend, when, when a friend introduces to me in November, he told me about, he's like, yo, this is, this is, this, you got to get on this. You need to start using this. And it took me to, to last month to really start like, oh man, this is. This is real. <laughs> when it was down <laughs> yesterday, I was like, I didn't know what to do with myself because it was like. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> kind of. All right. So. <laughs> anyways, yes. <laughs> so, so one of the things that I did invest was I invested in a pro package of it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, it did go down, but it wasn't down as bad as it was for other people. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it came. But, um, yeah, if for everybody out there, yes, the free version is great. But um, yeah. when you're having technical issues, sometimes I'm able to get on. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was able to get in the back end when yes. other people couldn't. And yeah. I have to say, some people, like, when I was teaching the class, you know, I people were like, no, it, it's like just, you know, taking away creativity. And I'm like, no, it's actually enhancing creativity because it makes, like, it looks at things that you wouldn't have thought of. And then you can go. Oh my goodness. And then that sparks so many different ideas because creativity begets creativity. I've had marketers, like people like, oh, they're going to take away marketing jobs. I'm like, I know marketers that this is their best friend. 
Yeah. This is something that like, oh my God, what has this been at all my life? And they and they're like, is a tool to me, it's a tool to be used. People don't look at it as a tool. I look at it as a tool to be used to help me improve what I'm doing or whatever, yeah. whatever I'm doing. And yeah. so I'm not looking at it as oh, it's gonna take away someone's job. No, because if you use it properly, it's gonna enhance your job. It's gonna make it so much more so that you can actually probably gain more clients from it or 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 build your business from it because it's a tool that that's really out there that's to me it's like i said is a game changer yeah it really is i love it i'm i am a little addicted and i use it anything i'm gonna write i'm gonna put it through that through first and be like oh that's actually what i meant to say <laughs> I, I feel you because I'm I'm kind of addicted on it too. And I'm I'm like, oh man, I'm stuck on something. Oh, let me see what Chat GPT can come up. And don't tell anyone, but I even asked it for a hundred reasons why I love my wife for Valentine's Day because I was trying to come up with ideas. To... <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't I didn't think about that. Yes. <laughs> I should I should have thought about that. Like, I need a hundred I need ideas of how, what gifts to get her because yeah, it's so. It's, like, how do you get someone who has almost everything? Like, yeah. she says, "Oh, you could just get me a card on my part." Like, but what? Who do? You, what do you really get? Someone like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I I put together a really nice, you know, hundred reasons. It came up with about forty I could use, but it really helped, like, you know, kickstart my brain. So then I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I I got this." Well, well, we did. We actually uh we celebrated a couple of days later because she was away at work. And we just went, um, I got a hotel room at a, at a local casino and um, we had dinner, played some slots, had a good time, had some laughs and then headed back to our room and then went home in the morning. But it was, it was, sometimes it's just the simple things. We just to get away with and enjoy each other's company is we, we enjoy that a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. I prefer that to, Looking for the perfect gift and all of those things. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm so not that person. Oh man, yeah. yeah, you and me both. I, yeah. I'm sometimes I'm stuck on what to get her. She's she can be um very yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't go wrong. I can't go. Wrong. I know I can't go wrong with a handbag. I know that for sure. Okay. I know that for sure. Like if I really wanted to. It, it, the go-to gift is either her perfume or a handbag. She would prefer a handbag, but yeah. Yeah. Perfume is often cheaper. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but, um, um, okay. So, so tell us about at 50, you was diagnosed with something. Let, what, tell people what you was diagnosed with. I was diagnosed with autism at 50 years old. So it turns out that maybe the depression I had been suffering with my whole life wasn't actually depression. It was sensory overload because as an autistic person, um, your senses are heightened to certain things and it's different for everybody. It's not the same for everyone. Um, so certain noises for me, repetitive noises are really bad for me. And um, there's, there's so many different things. Our brain is just wired differently. And then, you know, um, Last year, then I was diagnosed with attention deficit. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that would have been good to know when I was trying to get through university. And it took me 10 years because <laughs> it was like so hard. 
these are the things that would be good to know. But they're just just in the last maybe 10 years starting to recognize that women actually have autism and that, you know, we present differently like many other, um, well, health issues, neurological issues, whatever it is, right? We we present differently. And so they're uh, just starting to figure it out. I, de- I definitely have to introduce you to uh, my friend, Sarah. She, everyone in her family is on the spectrum, including herself. And she has a great show, the SJ Childs show, and she's a big advocate for autism. And I, I think y'all would definitely do a great show together because she's a, I love her. She's a wonderful person. You have you have great energy. So I'm I'm gonna set that up so y'all could definitely link up because she's someone I think you and her would have a great show together. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I talk about my autism a lot, like being on the spectrum, neurodiversity a lot because I think a lot of creatives are neurodiverse and they don't recognize it because it's not our, our society and um, you know, how we recognize things or how we um, diagnose things is really still quite flawed. So we, you know, may not recognize that we're neurodiverse, but most of the creatives that I talk to, I would diagnose them as neurodiverse. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you have some of it. Cause they say all these things that, that I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. That's me. Yep. So there's uh, there's a lot of that there. Um, well, this, this, uh, this past month, they actually diagnosed my grandson with autism. So um, we're in the process now of getting, getting him the help that he needs. Mm-hmm. He's uh, four years old and he really, he doesn't speak yet. He doesn't speak yet. And um loud noises is he's that's yeah. a, that's one of his triggers is is loud noises and and so we're, we're learning this that we're learning now and it, i'm just glad that we we're able to finally get him diagnosed and now we can really truly get him the help he needs yeah because it would it would have made all the difference and i and i recognize that my parents couldn't have gotten me diagnosed it was not even an accepted like girls didn't get uh autism like it was not a thing we did. It just wasn't recognized. So it's not like I blame my parents for not getting me diagnosed or the schools or it, but it would have changed my life if I had known, right? Because there things could have been done so differently and I would not have been in trauma response all the time. And as women or girls, we tend to mask um, our, because we'll mimic what's going on around us. So I got myself into a lot of situations in my life that were not the healthiest for me because I was always referring to somebody else for the right thing to do. And that happens a lot with um, with women uh, who have been on the spectrum and undiagnosed is that they end up in these situations that are not really healthy or, and or safe because they're trying to navigate based on what other people are saying and doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, 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 that's awesome. Is I'm glad that you, you know now and, 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 and that you're willing to share your story. Cause not like we were saying before, a lot of people are afraid to share their stories are afraid to be themselves because they don't want to be judged by other people. They don't want other people to, to, to put them in a category that like, it, it to me it's being able to tell your story. You don't know who whose life you're going to be able to impact because 
they might see this and be like, oh man, maybe that's my was be wrong with me or who or, or or be or they're just ashamed to let anybody know that they're autistic because they don't want people to judge them or say. So to be able to have you share your story and let people know that hey, it's okay. The the, the world is full of people that are autistic. Let's just work on finding the proper diagnosis for people and, and helping them not have to go through what you went through in life. Yeah, I think the biggest part is is just opening doors so that we can navigate the world in a way that works for us, as opposed to stop trying to shove us in that box that we don't fit in, right? Because it's just, it causes so much stress in the body and causes so many health issues. And uh, I know women are typically diagnosed with depression and anxiety before they're diagnosed with autism. And so I'm now realizing that those symptoms were not depression and anxiety, but were actually that sensory overload. And so that's, that's huge, right? We just are constantly putting people in these little boxes and, and when we don't fit there. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's everyone, like every, we're not meant to be in boxes. We're not meant to, we're meant to be able to be free and, be able to be ourselves but society wants to conform us to what they feel we should be and yeah. that's just not right that's just not that's not that's why I, I i have the platform that i do because i want people to come on to be themselves to share their stories and, and not have to worry about being put in a box because on here everyone is the same was, we're all on the same we're all on the same footing we we just have have different we've just had different experiences in life yeah and i think i think if we can just all be a little more compassionate to the fact that you know we're all trying our best or most of us are trying our best and we we really are just trying to navigate the world and we're, we're not out to make your life difficult or you know if we cut you off in traffic it's not because we hate you it's because we got distracted and and we did a stupid thing and you know if we um, whoever it is, whatever it is, right? Like we're all just trying our best. I just think the um, traffic one, because that happens so often, but you know, we just get so upset, road rage, but we're all just trying to navigate the world. And if we can just all give a little bit of compassion, kindness to each other, I think that would, would make all the difference. Yeah. Uh, I think you're muted. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> it, um, but um, it, it would be a different world if people would look at it that way, if people would, would be able to accept that people are different and, and not try to make them change for any reason. Yeah, yeah. I work with um, mostly with women, and we really work on mindset because culturally – we are um, lesser than, right, as women um, and other minorities as well, person of color, LGBTQ uh, plus um, immigrants, like whatever your minority in our um, white man culture is, <laughs> you are considered lesser than. And I work with women 
uh, to sort of try and empower them to recognize how much um, value they actually have because we really are undervalued. Well, everybody, unless you're, you know, a rich white man, you're pretty much undervalued in our society. So how can we build each other up to give each other the best opportunity to move through this world, this life that we have in the happiest way, in the most um, powerful and empowered way so that we can do the best for ourselves, our families, you know, what, what we want from this life. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I, I've come to the agreement to the thing now where um happiness I, I I don't let anyone interfere with my happiness like I it's just not gonna happen and but it, it was it was a point at a time where I would give two people too much power and and I would give them too much power because they would interfere with my happiness and when you do that it, it's it's just it's it's ridiculous so i'm at the point where I, I could care less what people think or say it's their opinion it's fine with me but i don't let anyone interfere with me being happier or me wanting to do what i want to do because it's just it's I'm, I'm over it i'm over i'm over the fact that i'm i no longer want to be miserable i i choose to be happy i want to enjoy life i want to enjoy these moments and 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 be able to to share this energy with other people right yeah and i think what you just said there is really important because you you choose that and you choose the thoughts you have so that you can have that happiness, right? Mm -hmm. And we often get caught thinking that the circumstance is what's causing our feeling. But the circumstance has nothing to do with it. It has It's our thought which causes the feeling. So I use the example of like that house fell over. So you could be really upset that that house fell over and, you know, why did it fall over? And now all the houses are going to fall over and now I'm stressed and now I'm upset. Or you could be like, wow, that's weird. That house fell over. And, and go on with your day, right? So what you think about that house falling over is completely up to you. And then that thought generates that feeling. That feeling then generates an action. You know, you might be hiding in your house afraid to go out because all the houses are going to fall or you'd be like, it doesn't even, you know, I'm register. Trying, yeah. And then yeah. that then um, generates the result, which is I never leave my house. The world is out to get me or... You know, I'm just going on my day happy. Everything's fine. So really thinking about how we think about things is really important. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's 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 funny that you. Okay. So I I, I interview. I've been interviewing guests Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Um, but I, I'm changing it. Mondays, I'm no longer going to interview a guest. It's going to be more focusing towards mindset it's going to be a segment that called mindset Mondays because uh, I want to get into coaching and I want to show people that I know what I'm talking about. It's something that it's a segment that I want to be able to show people like, Hey, I, this, I'm, I'm coaching now. This is, I'm, I know what I'm talking about. It's not just nonsense or gibberish. I want to be able to show people, Hey, I am 
capable of being of saying what I am saying that I am a coach. And so just to be able to, to focus on that and, and just being able to, I guess it's just the evolution of, of me of, from where I'm, from where I started as just as a podcaster and, and, and to where I'm going now to now where I'm really, really, Cause I'm, I really, I didn't have structure to my show. So now I'm really focusing on structuring my show to show my capabilities and to show what I'm, what I'm have, what I have coming down the line as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And coaching, that's one of the things is about getting yourself out there. Right. So that people yeah. know you, it's that no like trust factor, uh, which is mm-hmm. so important on the internet and, and sharing what you have. I can tell people repeatedly for free, you know, the same things that I would tell them in a coaching session, but somehow they're registered differently when they're paying you, right? Um, but I, I share a lot of my, um, I don't know, tips, tricks, thinking, well, how I do things all the time with people, because I think it's so important, whether you can pay for it or not, that you have access to um, life-changing, um, thought-changing ways. Yeah. And um but I will, of course, dive deeper in with you if if you want to. The I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for anyone, whether you're being coached or not. I mean, I'm a huge fan of coaching. I get coached, um, you know, fan, coaching and therapy both. I think they have a place, mm-hmm. and I love them. Um, but it's all on you. Everybody's always looking for that answer outside of them, and it hasn't. Like you're not going to find it. It's all in you. You have the answers. You get to decide if you're happy or not. You get to decide if you're going to hang on to those traumas. You get to decide. And if you keep seeking people to fix you, you will never get there. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. No, no. Yes, you're right. Yes, I don't look as coach. I need. I don't look at it as. I need a coach to fix me. Yeah. I look at it as more. I need a coach to help me guide me through this phase of my life at this point. Um, yeah. But I, I'm, I, I'm a big proponent for you coaching. Listen, some of the Denzel Washington has a coach. He has an acting coach. He's one of the greatest actors alive. Um, Tony Robbins, one of the greatest speakers in the world. He has coaches. Mm-hmm. Everyone has coaches. It's, it's if you, if you think you're going to get through this, well, if I, someone helping you so that's that's what okay so entrepreneurship people say it's very lonely right but to me if you do it the right way it it, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. yeah yeah i would absolutely agree with that it's one of the reasons i've started my the business side and we have a membership so that people can get together but i also belong to a mastermind i have for years because that those relationships are so important. Networking through my podcast, through the summits I host, through the courses is vital because you can't do this by yourself. I mean, you can, but you're going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, so having people, you know, sometimes it's helping with an idea. Sometimes it's helping sh- with a skill. Sometimes it's just cheering you on. Like, you got this. I know you've got this those are the things that you need people for 
coaches, you know, um, other people to be in your life and um, acknowledge the difficulties and, and, and cheer you on while also pointing you in directions like, did you think of this? I just shared, I've built probably a hundred landing pages. I just shared a landing page today with my mastermind and they're like, oh, what about this? What about this? I'm like, oh, I never thought of that, right? Because we can always learn. We can always yeah. learn. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, so I've been doing videos and, and doing voiceover work and all this stuff, but I have someone that I'm learning from. And anytime I do a project, he's the first person I send it to. And he'll be like, okay, maybe you do this, tweet this here, tweet this, tweet. And I, 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 I don't have an ego, so I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds good. That actually works. Let me, let me, let me tweak that. Let me fix that there. And that's with anything. Anytime I, I um, anyone gives me critique criticism, I don't, I don't get upset about it I, I take it and then i and i if if i feel that it's relevant or if, if i feel like what they're saying actually makes sense mm -hmm. then i have no problem applying it to what to what i'm doing yeah and if it doesn't make sense to me i'm just like okay okay yeah yeah it's like i don't get i don't take offense to that no, <laughs> like, no okay. not at all not at all <laughs> yeah no just um but yeah that's how we get through these things is is together absolutely yeah oh larissa this has been great i i, I know we were supposed to record or i think last month or something last but something month, came yeah, up and we had a bit yeah. of a family emergency yeah so. yeah so um thank you so much for being on the show but now it's time of the show where you get to um the solo screen it's all you <laughs> well thank you by the way i really enjoyed our conversation but i also want to invite people um i have uh Creative You um, Healing, Creative You uh, Business. And we work with people to empower, mostly work with women to empower best selves. And you can find us at creativeyouhealing.com and creativeyoubusiness.com. And then we also have all the social medias under the same name. And I think just my sort of last thought Right. I can I could sell myself. You'll find me. Just look up Larissa Russell Creative You. You're going to find me. But I just want you to think about and you, the people listening and uh, wise as well. Just what what do you want from life? And what are you willing to do to get that? Because we often think we can't have what we want, but really what happens is fear gets in the way. And so if we could just allow ourselves the possibility that we can have whatever we want, we just have to move through fear to get there. And so just a, a something to ponder. But what, what are you willing to give up to get what you want? Yeah. That was good. That was a good nugget right there. That was a really good gem. <laughs> oh, that's that's something I'm definitely gonna clip and share. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because it it, it, it it made it made sense. It's kind of um so when I when I started the podcast, before even starting the podcast, fear was one of the reasons I didn't start. 
fear of people making fun of I don't I don't sound right or I don't know what I'm talking about or who's gonna want to listen whatever 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 kept getting in my brain to to stop me from recording would jump in there mm-hmm. and so I finally decided to when I did press record and decided to actually upload it and release it it was a different different animal now because now I, I took that fear and I no longer had it and now I'm just like just creating content create just mm-hmm. recording yeah. recording record and and it was basically me being afraid of failure but I was already failing because I wasn't doing it yeah so and that's a really good point right like and, and we use this fear of failure but really what it is is that our brains are hardwired to deter us from anything that might we might die right so yeah. it's going to be afraid of anything unknown so we no longer have that saber-toothed tiger and i know we're wrapping up but we no longer have that saber-toothed tiger that we have to be concerned with so our brain finds new things and it's like anything new i'm afraid and so it's going to you're going to procrastinate you're going to find 100 reasons you're going to get sick that was a big one for me you're going to you know all of these things and you're not even recognizing the fear but really your brain just doesn't want anything new to happen because you might die. You're not going to die if you start a podcast. So what can you do? What's one step you can do to get out of that fear and start towards it or whatever your dream is. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Definitely. Uh, Thank you so much, Larissa, for being a part of the show. This has been great. I I've enjoyed this conversation so much. It's to me is just being able to have these conversations and and share it out there and put it out there it's it's what i love to do this is this is mm-hmm. this is my passion being able to share my podcast with everyone out there and being able to bring the guests that i have on and i, I love it it's just the energy just the the and just sometimes the comments that you get from people when they when they see an episode that resonates with them and they hit you up and be like, thank you. I needed that. Those those, those are the comments I I love the most. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's been great, but don't leave just yet. I'm about to close out the show, but uh, we're going to chat a little bit after, but um, Mm -hmm. just hold on. Okay. All right. So now it is time for shout outs. Big shout out to everybody out there in uh, YouTube facebook everywhere big shout out to ben from the bs3 network uh big shout out to my my, my partner in crime bobby j big shout out to brandy j big shout out to the boss lady fina love you and appreciate you baby big shout out to our guest larissa russell for coming through and and dropping that gem even though the whole episode was one big gem so that definitely need to check if you catch when you catch the replay it's going to be great or if you really missed something before catch the replay and as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know your boy Wise does it. Peace out.